0: And it's just not a holiday season without Charlie Brown just being hated. And Snoopy eating 37 human legs. What? <laughs> Alright, welcome back everyone to another episode of Garage Media. This is Gunnar. And this is Sam. And happy holidays. To accommodate with the happy holiday festive, light shining, hot cocoa season, Mm -hmm. we are doing another top five uh, in celebration. Of course, you know, every time one of these big holidays comes up, there's millions of movies that we could talk about. and So it's always good to kind of, you know, bring them up, you know, make people aware of... What needs to be watched? It's funny. If you count, like, the Hallmark movies, there probably are actually billions of movies. Oh, of I'm ha- sure. Christmas movies. There's, like, a hundred that come out per year. That's um, that's hilarious, yeah. actually. Hallmark's always running in the background. Oh, in my house. You know? it, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing Ooh. we watch too closely, but, you know, it's just to have a Christmas movie on in the background. Not to get too off-topic right off the bat, what's the best Hallmark movie you've ever seen? Oh, the Christmas card that's the best one. Oh, that is like the most iconic one. And that's the only one with like, you know, general Rotten Tomatoes score. Like it's the only, yeah. I mean, and it is the best. Right, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, now I got to watch that one. Of course. Um, but yeah, so you and I, um, just like the last few times and during Mm -hmm. Halloween, we picked our five choices of what we always have to watch every like December come holiday season. Right. Yep. And you know, I came up with my five and 11 Honorable Mentions. 11 Honorable which mentions. Which I'll get to um, after I did the list, just like last time. That way I don't kind of spoil what's what's on my list. I kind of mm-hmm. like how we did that. Why did you not stop at 10? Was there just that one extra one that was so good you had to put it on there? Uh, yes. Okay. That I, I couldn't, I mean, I kind of just listed, and it just happened to be 11. Right. But, but yeah. And same here. I think I have some Honorable Mentions. I didn't write them down, but mm-hmm. I definitely have some that I know are always Right, exactly. My- christmas year because mm-hmm. i've already seen 39 christmas movies and specials this year and obviously i can't put 39 on my list <laughs> but, you could it'd just be a long episode exactly but yeah i have like my definitive five where if we don't watch it i'll like generally be upset like mm-hmm. actually right mm-hmm. oh yeah no totally um i think last time i really did not put this in order okay again i can't i can't <laughs> with these halloween i couldn't i just right Halloween, I could. There we go. Right. But, yeah. Um, I pretty much have mine in a five order, but really they could be in any order because I have 39, you know. Those, <laughs> I have all, 39. All three yeah. of these are number one, you know. What are the, what's the likelihood of one of your 11 honorable mentions suddenly being in the top five? Not, uh, not too, too likely. likely. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, these are my five. These are my actual... These, these are not a for real debate, five. really. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, should we start with you or me? We should start with Gunner. We should start with Gunner. Okay, perfect. So, th- I want to start off with one. When we thought about this, we said we can count, like, TV specials and movies. Right. Um. So, I ended up picking, at the very last moment, Tom and Jerry, A Nutcracker Tale. Oh. Okay. I'm not even gonna lie, I don't even know if that's actually what it's called. I call it Tom and Jerry Nutcracker. No, I've seen it, but not in a really long time. I really... So, I love the Nutcracker in general. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. One of my favorite memories mm-hmm. is when we went in fifth grade to actually watch it live. Mm-hmm. I love the music. It is one of the most important pieces of... Entertainment? Culture? Yeah. I mean, music, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um. Very recognizable. But... I, one, don't have the money to just go to a live performance every year. Yep. And two, I also am not down for just watching it on TV, like watching ballet on TV. Right. doesn't have the same effect to me, personally. Okay. But it's just so charming to watch it animated. Mm-hmm. And with Tom and Jerry. I love Tom and Jerry. Oh, Who doesn't? I mean, I don't know if there's too much I can say about this. Other than, like, I don't know. It's probably one of my favorite Tom and Jerry specials, too. Yeah, but it- there's only like a handful that I can remember, and this is one of them. Uh, specifically, uh, as a younger child, I I really enjoyed the sword fights. <laughs> Every time there was a sword fight, because that was just something I liked in general. Yeah. Know? If I watched Peter Pan, I'd be excited for the sword fights. That's the same thing with any uh, version of the Nutcracker. Yeah. It's just to me, it's more exciting than g- most gun fights. Sword fights are. Oh yeah, and so you know, I don't know why that's what I remember about Tom and Jerry nutcracker but it is and you know for me entertainment wise that's the kind of thing along with you know of course there's going to be a whole bunch of slapstick humor because it's tom and jerry Um, but aside from that i think i was six or seven when i watched it so um not too much input i can give that really makes me realize how long ago that came out yeah that's kind of scary if you were six or seven i was seven or eight right what that came out over 10 years ago. It had to have. No. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. It's, I... a, it's another thing that I'll, I'll look up right now. Okay. Uh, but you can go ahead and keep, like, do you remember anything that you liked about it? Um, I just, you know, like I said, I just love Tom and Jerry. So this is, I love Nutcracker. I love Tom and Jerry. It's an awesome collaboration of the two. Um, I love, like, the, how old is it? It came out in 2007. So I was, oh. kind of, I was right. I knew it. I was not even looking it up. Ugh. Oh. But yeah, Tom and Jerry, a Nutcracker tale, original movie. Yeah. And I also remember the animation being really nice, really nice and fluid. Mm-hmm. The only critique I have, I don't know his name, but that little, like, like gray mouse that somehow, ha- sometimes hangs out with Jerry. Whatever I couldn't tell you. Um, hate him. <laughs> I hate him. He's the worst. I hate him. <laughs> That's great. Obnoxious. No, uh, I hate him. He's Scrappy-Doo of the Tom and Jerry universe. Uh, I don't actually hate Scrappy Doo all that much. I'm I'm weird, but I mean I don't hate him much either. But like most people do, like that mm-hmm. concept. He he is my Scrappy Doo. I hate that. I hate that. Okay, dude. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Abby. It's that a okay. But yeah, even the poster seems to be like more color corrected. You know. Yeah. Like that's something. Ooh, it's very I saturated. I don't know if it's something I completely remember, but just from looking at the poster and then you saying that, yeah, probably the animation is quite a bit better. It's really nice. Um, yeah, it's just... I, it just gives me a lot of... I think one thing it does is it takes me back to my childhood Christmas. Yeah. You know, Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Christmas time. It's time for all the Christmas specials. Right. Including the Tom and Jerry. You know? Exactly. Yep. So, um, yeah. I There's not too much I can say about this one. It, it just makes me happy and whenever I get the chance, I watch that one for Christmas. Yeah, me too. Uh, but surprisingly um and not surprisingly that was me being sarcastic Um, (laughs) in in 14 years it hasn't come up you know what i mean i i think i just watched it when it very first came out Uh, but yeah i do remember watching it and i think that you know i think you convinced me that maybe i should give it a watch here one of these christmases coming up so just please know that gray mouse is the absolute worst Thing in this whole world i'll try to keep that in mind thank you also the side character there's like um um there's kind of a misfit toy like quad. Oh, okay. um those characters are really cool there's one like there's one character that's not technically a toy and it, it he's like a, a decoration mm-hmm. form so and that's what like like i want to become a toy you know oh so yeah i can actually okay. be played with right so, yeah it's just really charming hmm, that's pretty interesting yeah but yeah, like the Nutcracker in general, like oh my god. I like it. I like it a lot. I li- I could listen to the music any time of mm-hmm. year, but boy is that like a Christmas staple. Right. Uh obviously better than the 2018 Nutcracker movie. What 2018 Nutcracker movie? The, Never heard of the her. Four rounds. <laughs> Did you ever actually watch that? Yeah, I watched it this year. How was it? It was very mediocre. I'm yeah. Was it actually like even the Nutcracker? Like no. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it had some good action at the end, and music, and... Well, okay. People dressed up funny, which is <laughs> always pretty entertaining. True. is it Oprah Winfrey in that, or am I thinking of... You're thinking of Wrinkle in Time. That's I what think. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Very similar. Two Disney movies I look a lot alike. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get to mine, um, I apologize to everyone, because it infuriates me how much people talk about this movie, and I'm done talking about it. But I have to have it on my list because it's glorious, and that's Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Home Alone, yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, it's on my list, too. It's ev- Why is it everyone's favorite Christmas movie? I can't stand it. But I love it. I love the movie. It's impossible to hate, really, to me. Do, do you hate that everyone loves it? Yes. I hate that it's all anyone talks about. Your hipster showing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. I'm just giving you our time. No, I get it. But yeah, it's all anyone talks about around this time. It seems like it's become more and more of everyone's household mm-hmm. staple. I, I would definitely would say that. I think most people that I would talk to, they definitely watch Home Alone around this time. Maybe it's because it's what we grew up with mm-hmm. and everyone else that also grew up with it are starting their own families and stuff like that. And it's becoming like, you know, this is the must watch of every year. Maybe that's why. Right. I think that, you know... It's, that's exactly what it's become, you know. People are like, "Oh, it's Christmas time. We gotta watch like Home Alone. Alone." Yeah, and you know, that's whatever. That's what it is. But it's just such an entertaining movie it's through so and through. Good, yeah. It's easy. It, you can see the acts are clearly divided and very different. Oh, uh, tonally, and you know everything else. But each one is entertaining in its own way. You know. I remember as a kid, literally. Dreading watching that movie up until the final third act. Right. Yeah. But, you know, growing up, you you appreciate it, it more. Exactly. Yeah. It gets more entertaining. Because the first third is like, you know, let's see all that I can get away with while I'm home alone. Yeah. yeah. And the second one is, you know, oh no, Joe Pesci's kind of after me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got to adapt and go shopping. And oh no, Joe Pesci's after me. And all that stuff. And then the third act, of course, is what everyone mostly remembers, which is the slapstick, you know, defend the house type yeah. stuff. Uh, which is obviously great. Of course. And it's probably the part that I look forward to the most. Oh, absolutely. But the whole movie is just... It's way better than it should be. Yeah. It's way better than it should be. And... With how, like, different each act feels, I feel like it almost has no right to be that good. Right. Like, yep. it definitely... I don't know. Almost any other movie would have just been thrown out and forgotten. It right. would have been a Hallmark movie. hmm So, yeah, I don't know. It... it It was lightning in a bottle, I think. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I guess when you have John Hughes Mm -hmm. writing it. Yeah. And a pretty good director directing it, which is Chris (laughs) Columbus, Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's... It turned out to be a great uh, combination. So great, in fact, that they did the exact same movie two years later. Yes. That follows the exact same beats through and through. Exactly. Yeah. It's just... It's just swapped. Yeah. It's just... Different location, same exact story. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, that's what it is. But... I I can't I never get tired of Home Alone ever. No. Despite how much people talk about it. it is, and I don't like yeah, Home Alone is a must watch. Mm-hmm. That in I don't know. Yeah, it's always been a must watch in my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's honestly a really good performance from the kid. Like, oh yeah. From Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, yeah. He did perfectly good, yeah. honestly. No, it, he did a really good job mm-hmm. honestly. So, like, what is your favorite like um, um, trap? What's my favorite? What's your favorite trap? What's my favorite torture device? Your, your favorite, his favorite murder yeah. What's Your favorite murder <laughs> weapon? Yeah. Um, I think the one that's always been the most memorable for most people is the paint can. I think that's what people yeah. think of most. Um, but I've, I mean, I just have the image of my mind with the blowtorch on the head. <laughs> I think, I think that's. Joe Pesci just screaming, screaming and for sitting. For five seconds. <laughs> yes, that's. I think. So I think the blowtorch has to be my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Personally. Um, but yeah, uh, would you like to show your favorite murder device? I think. Okay, so there's my favorite, and then there's the one that kills me every single time. Okay. And it's not Joe Pesci. What? Do you know that actor's name, the other guy? I don't. Martin something, I think. Yeah, Martin something. Well. Anyway. Um, it's when he's trying to go around back to get the, uh... nope, change direction, three, okay. There's when he gets shot in the face with the BB gun. Okay, yeah, that's great. There's when he goes, and then there's when he goes around back, and he's trying to go downstairs, and the stairs are slick, so he keeps right. on sliding. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one that kills me, and that's when he's walking up the stairs from the basement. And he slowly steps on that old inch long nail. Longer yeah. than an inch nail. Oh my God. Oh my God. Macaulay Culkin were trying to kill. I know. God. Uh, you know, uh, that's a special, that's a special, <laughs> exactly cringe. It makes me cringe. Yeah. Uh, I know it's fake. I know he steps so slowly. Yeah. But still, it's, uh, <coughs> I can't, I don't like that kind of stuff. Oh my God. But especially in the second one, he's trying to kill these two people. In the second one, he's out for blood. Right. Yeah. Home Alone 2. <laughs> New- blood of New York. <laughs> Essentially. I remember the first time I watched Home Alone 2, and the scene where that Martin guy mm-hmm. gets, like, electrocuted, and you can see his skeleton. Yes. And that cracked me up as a kid. Me too. And then you realize, as an adult, like, what the? Why? See, that's the funny thing about the sequel. You can't hate the sequel, because the sequel is the same movie. It's the exact same. You, know, like- you can maybe get, like tired of some of the same stuff like when they repeat the um the exact same to change, you, you filthy the yeah. yeah trying to convince someone that someone else is talking it's it's it follows the exact same beats exact, all the way to yes. the end of the movie but it's still i mean pretty entertaining it is it really is mm-hmm. uh, yeah there's not too much i can even say about this relating christmas i i don't think other than it is a christmas staple in my house yeah exactly yeah. it takes place on christmas and it didn't really need to no, it, it, it didn't, It, it definitely really didn't need to, No, but do you think that it would get the love that it gets now if it wasn't a Christmas movie? No. You don't think so? No. You think that the reason it's watched so often is because it's uh, revolving around a holiday for people to, you know? I think it has a little something to do with it. Yeah. Because... I never watch Home Alone any other time of year. No, no. But if, if it wasn't related to Christmas, I, I don't think I would watch it every year. No. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. A lot of the charm is built around the fact that it's Christmas. It's, mm-hmm. you know. He, he asked Santa to, to, like, bring back his family, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, you he know does. In it, both movies. The inciting incident is the fact that they're going away on vacation. Right. For Christmas. mm mm-hmm. um, So, yeah. I. I don't think it could have taken place any other time and been as successful. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I was asking. I probably could talk about Home Alone all day. Yeah, I um, feel like we could. First off, the world is so mean to Kevin. Oh. And then the world is mad at him for being mad. Right. What the... What, literally, what's his brother's name? Um, Butch or something? No, uh, Buzz. Buzz. Buzz eats all of his pizza and he makes fun of him. And Kevin, like, retaliates... Rec- words... We takes action. It. Yeah. And everyone's just like, Kevin, you're such a jerk. These <laughs> <laughs> full grown adults call an eight year old a jerk. Yes. And the same adult laughing at him in the second one, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. But I don't Yes. Know. Poor, I mean, honestly, I mean, yes, Kevin deserves a little bit of it. He he talks oh, back a little For lot sure. More. Yeah. But at the same time. Yes. He, unneeded. Heat. I needed heat. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I can't talk about Home, home Okay. Alone all let's day. go do it. But go I guarantee you. it was on my list as well. Oh, it was? It was. It on was. My list? Okay. Oh, Home Loan's 100% on my list. Oh. Okay. Let me go then. Okay, yes. I'll go. <laughs> and you know what? You go. <laughs> yeah. Thank <laughs> because you. Because I feel like I'm just going to name all the same ones on your list. So we might as well just have you go next. Mm, I'm actually not sure. Let's see. I don't know. I don't so, have Tom and Jerry, so. Hmm. Okay, let's get, let's get, let's get this out of the way. Okay. Charlie Brown. Yep, that's on my list. Yeah, As oh. you, you already knew pretty much. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every holiday, I, I'm probably going to include uh, the Charlie Brown. I have to. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just like we said during Halloween, it is a holiday staple. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Charlie Brown has become like connected to the holidays. Yep. And it's just not a holiday season without Charlie Brown just being hated. And Snoopy eating 37 human legs. What? You know, he has, like, the bones stacked up and he eats them in one bite. No, I don't remember that. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't watched it yet this year. Maybe I'm forgetting. <laughs> oh, it's coming back to me. Yes, he has He has all these bones. Anyway, it's not Christmas time without Snoopy eating human legs. Listen, listening. Snoopy is a war veteran. He knows stuff. Okay. Exactly. But, yeah, um, you know, it's obviously super charming. Of course, you know, the very opening music cue uh, while they're ice skating gets gets me excited for Christmas every single time. Uh, Even like the talk uh, that Charlie and Linus have at the end of the movie, uh, like above the wall while it's snowing, Mm -hmm. it like almost moves me to tears every single time. I just I love so much about it. Like what you said about what you said about the music, Uh, Charlie, the music of Charlie Brown Christmas is Christmas to me. Yes, me too. More so than just actual Christmas music, I love listening to the Charlie Brown Christmas music. I love what to call, uh, Sh- I forget the character name, Schroeder's dance or whatever that is—the mm-hmm. very famous one that they right. play during the, the Christmas dance. Right. Yeah, I I love that scene. I love a lot about this special. Honestly. Me too. Um, I could quote probably most of it uh, because I've seen it so much. Obviously, yeah. Um, it's just great. I think I I also. <laughs> One thing I love about Charlie Brown in general is how mature, they like, existential it mm-hmm. is for being second graders, third graders? Right. Talking about, like, commercialism. In commercialism. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to bring that up. Yep. That's why I crossed my fingers. Yeah, yeah. It. So let's, what, what do you have to say about that? They're talking about how, like, exactly my fear of what happens at Christmas is brought up in this movie. Yes. So, you know, Charlie Brown bringing up my own fear. But, like, if we ever get to metal Christmas trees, I'm going to hurl. I'm actually, like... Yes. I will never do it. I will never join uh, along. (laughs) Exactly. Getting a real Christmas tree is always something my family has done. Um, Like, going out and picking one out, it's always part of the experience. And so, you know, seeing pink metal trees is just not what Christmas is about. Yeah. For me, if I were to do that, it would probably be alongside an actual tree. mm -hmm. Like, maybe that would be, like... I don't know on the patio or something. I'd right. be mm-hmm. in some other playroom or something. Right. But to me, for my me personally, Christmas has to be a a real tree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. And yeah. Um. Yeah. Charlie Brown tackles stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's also when, um, his sister uh, is having him write down his Christmas list for mm-hmm. Santa, and she tells him to write down to Santa. Make it easy on yourself. Just bring money. Just bring money. And yep. Charlie Brown just. Says what we all say. Good grief! Mm-hmm. And then you know the same thing with Lucy. She's asking people for money to give advice. Yes, yeah, exactly. Know? There's so there's just so much of that in this movie. It, it really it it really tackles the question mm-hmm. of the holiday spirit, right? Which is why Linus is a big main character in all of these movies because he's the reasonable one. He's, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's the one that you know he has his own Halloween uh, traditions, and then he's the one you know. Throwing snowballs in his blanket, you know, and giving the speech uh, on the stage to no one. And, you know, that's that's why he's the perfect character for these types of movies. This is very on the spot thought, but it's just like a lot of the other characters are the have grown up and are accepting the, the commercialism of the world mm-hmm. or have become cynical towards it. They're Charlie Brown, who's growing up and doesn't know what's going on. And then there's Linus, who is like child purity. Mm-hmm. That was on the spot. Yeah, take take it that what you will. But yeah, but... that's that's exactly me. Yeah, when it comes Christmas time, I my inner child is opened up. so I'm a much. child. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Like, I will wear a onesie. Right. I count down the days to Christmas yeah. on my thing. Yes. Yeah. I do all of that. That's. I mean, I think that's part of why we're talking about what we're talking about. Me and you is still get really into the movies and all this stuff because personally, that's what makes me excited. Yeah. Um, about the holiday is watching you know the specials, yeah, the, the TV specials, the movies, and Charlie Brown is the. Like the ultimate that, if it, that makes sense, one hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Seeing Charlie Brown on the TV means, oh my goodness, a holiday is coming up. Holiday season, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, starts coming up. Mm-hmm. You watch that and next, you know it's a Thanksgiving one, mm-hmm. and then you know it's almost here. Right, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, it's so great. It's he kills that poor tree. <laughs> I killed it. I killed it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love the voice acting of all of them. Yeah, it's it's so timeless. I said that last time uh, with the Halloween one. It's just, it's never going to grow old. No, never, oddly mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the sentiment at the end where like kind of Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown, my dogs are trying to kill us. <laughs> um, Charlie Brown kind of tried on his own to bring some Christmas Joy with the little tree, he he kills it, Right. right? he walks away defeated, and everyone else is kind of like, they, they kind of see the attempt that he made, and mm-hmm. yeah. You know, th- 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 so Part- Christmas is yeah, all about. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's just heartwarming all the way through. I agree. And it, pretty funny. It is. It's, it's almost a comedy. It, it is. I personally don't think it's as funny as The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, personally, okay. but... It's so good. Mm -hmm. The iconic, I've been kissed by a dog. That's dog lips. It it still makes me laugh, honestly. Um, The scene where he's playing jingle bells on the piano, mm. and she keeps telling him that's the wrong jingle bells, and then he just does the most simple (laughs) one where he's pointing. (laughs) That is comedy gold. And you can't convince me otherwise. That is where that character shines (laughs) right there. That is is the funniest thing ever. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. (laughs) Yeah, oh, that's great, man. We should like do one of these, like an episode sometime just about Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. Watch like the Valentine's Day one. The that. Valentine's Day. Yeah, I remember that one of my favorite. The Easter one. Mm-hmm. I don't. i It's been like ten years since I've seen that, and the Valentine's Day one. I, I man, I love Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like Home Alone, we probably could talk about Charlie Brown all day. Yes. So it may be best that we move on. Right. Uh, if you were wondering, it's my number three. Is that your number three? Yes. Okay, so what, what's your mm-hmm. list so far? Since you're so, the one who's doing... So holiday. far, I've said my number five, Home Alone, and my number three, Charlie Brown. Then let's go to your number four. Okay. Um, it's a Christmas story. Okay. You know, Ralphie, and you'll shoot your eye out and all that. Have you seen that? That's no. You haven't seen a Christmas story? Okay. So I, I saw, like, I think the final bits of it in school oh, okay. mm-hmm. long ago. So to me... um. It's our Christmas Eve tradition is to watch uh, A Christmas Story. We don't watch it any other day except for December 24th. Oh, really? So cool. It's, so it's kind of, you know, that's the one that's like really pushes my excitement because I know it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I'm watching uh, A Christmas Story and it, it's a very good movie just in general. Like mm-hmm. the filmmaking techniques and all that stuff to make it look like it's fr- an older movie. Yeah. you Yeah. Know? it's just so great because yeah. it's, it's a movie from the 80s 90s it's a movie from the 80s i believe that's made to look like it's from the 40s or 50s because i mean it does mm-hmm. it looks like it was made in like exactly the you if you showed someone it they'd probably be convinced that it was an older movie i think what really sells the the age is like the audio mm-hmm. like specifically ralphie as a narrator right. something about the audio is a little mm-hmm. um crispy Yes, kind of like, you know, old-timey cartoon. Yeah. Know, like, will he survive? Yeah, it's yeah, It's that yeah. kind of thing with, with older Ralphie, for sure. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's a super simple story. And, you know, it's the simplicity that really gets me. It's, it, it's very entertaining in its own way. It's essentially a movie about nothing. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's essentially a movie about a kid on Christmas. Right. That's it. There's not a whole bunch of conflict, you know. That's exactly what it is. He's asking for this certain thing. He doesn't know if he's gonna get it. Yeah, iconic bunny costumes, and that's essentially the movie. Leg lamps. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just kind of it kind of puts you in the seat as a child. Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. It's essentially you get to see Christmas through the eyes of this innocent little child. You know, speaking of the leg lamp, <laughs> okay. You know, yeah, his dad he's like, oh, it's a grand award and it's a <laughs> lamp, and he's like touching it. The Ralphie is, you know, <laughs> so it's like. It's really like an innocent little child. Yeah. And you get... I think that's why it's become what it has. It's these adults that are like, oh, yes, Christmas used to be like this. You know what I mean? And I think that's the whole charm of it is showing what Christmas used to be uh, for all these adults. And of course, kids are going to like it because they get to you know, watch a Christmas movie with lots of slapstick humor and right. and all that sort of stuff. But again, it the way it's filmed uh, the old fashioned way it's filmed and the simple story and me personally watching it on the day that I do, it just makes me super excited uh, for Christmas. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. That's really like, that makes, like, that makes me excited to watch it when I finally get mm-hmm. around to watch it. This is probably going to be the year I finally watch it. It should be because, uh, I don't want to spoil a movie later on my list, but it's the first time that I watched it just like my Halloween one. Uh, Mm. after yeah. watching it only once, it's on my list. Right, right, right. So. Edward Scissorhands is your Halloween example that mm-hmm. you're talking about, right? I believe so. Johnny Depp, Tim Burton. I meant to say oh, Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. You even convinced me that it was Edward Scissorhands. No, yes. Tim Burton, Johnny Depp. It, yeah. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow Sleepy is Hollow. my example. I'm going to watch that every Halloween. Right, right, yeah. But yes, I have one of those for Christmas. We'll get to it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't have too much I can say about it because I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why either. It just hasn't really been... I think when, because c- my mom loves it, I think it's just the fact that it was something, as a kid, I wanted to watch cartoons, or right. Kevin murder people right? more than anything. <laughs> yeah, so, that makes sense. So, I unfortunately feel like I probably missed out, but it's never too late. Exactly. I think that's kind of the point of that movie, from what I understand, mm-hmm. is there's always a chance to have the simple, mm-hmm. simple, a simple, simple, nice Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Right, you know? That's... Never too late, to mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, uh, aside from maybe the bunny suit wearing scene, uh, the most famous scene is the scene where his friend licks the pole. I'm I'm sure you've probably like triple that. dog dare you, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it has so many iconic scenes just like that. My yeah. da- my dad quotes it all the time uh, for a different reason uh, because we have a lot of dogs, and there's a scene in the movie where the dad is yelling at the neighbors' dogs, and so my, <laughs> my dad yells the same line at my dogs. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, uh, it's super quotable. Lots of good scenes. I love The Christmas Story, personally. I really do need to get on it. Time yeah. is fast, fastly approaching. Right. As of right now, we have three days till Christmas. God, how did that happen? That is whack. I don't know how that happened. This year has been the fastest year so far. Oh, for sure. It's probably just going to get faster and faster as we grow older, which is probably. Sad. But that's why we got to take time to slow down and enjoy these movies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... How uh, how many have we said on your list? Honestly, I have no idea. Because um, we both had Home Alone, we both had Charlie Brown, and I said my Tom and Jerry. Right, so we both have two left, so you can take a turn. Yeah, so let's see. Which one do I want to talk about next? Um, I, yes, okay. I love, I I like, I don't need to watch this because it is a staple of my Christmas. It kind of is. Not as much as like Home Alone or other stuff. Right. But I wanna watch this every year because oh my gosh, this movie's amazing. Okay. Uh Jim Carrey's Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. I love that movie. That um I watched that for the first time this year. The Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. Okay. Um I've been very uh sorry to interrupt. No, 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 please. I've been very distant from the Christmas Carol story in general. Mm, I yeah. have I have not seen many versions of a Christmas Carol oh, okay. just in general. The one I grew up with was the T V movie. With Patrick Stewart. That is that is the Christmas Carol that I personally have watched oh, the most times. I've never even heard of that. Uh, back when I was little, I would watch it every Christmas. I think like from when I was like 7 to 15. Okay. So it's been like five, about five years since I've seen it. Right. But I did used to watch it. Um, it's one of my honorable mentions. Except for, I think I literally put... Uh, yep, I put at least one version of a Christmas Carol. At have, least one version. I have yeah. to watch every year. Because I know there's like the Mickey one. The the Mickey Mouse, there's There's the eighties one, there's the really old one. There's the Muppets. Uh-huh. There's Bill Murray. There's Bill Murray. There's um um there's a Looney Tunes one. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, there's so uh if you look on Letterboxd, there's like a hundred versions of a Christmas Carol. There. Including animation and real life. There's a Ghostbusters episode. Oh. ah oh. yes, I love that one. Okay. Back to um I'll tell you my thoughts on the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. Um since I watched it for the first time. I okay. really loved the animation. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Like the, mm, when he's fire. when The ghost of w- Christmas past. When he looks yeah. like the human torch. Yeah. That is such great animation. Oh, my goodness. This movie is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great to look at. And Jim Carrey's voice performance is super good. Oh. It almost sounds nothing like Jim Carrey, except for like some subtle ways he speaks. Yeah, you kind of really got to know Jim Carrey to mm-hmm. know it's him, right? unless you straight up exactly it's got a good really good cast in general it does a really great voice cast i can't remember all who was in it uh but i know it's really great i just wasn't a big the biggest fan of the narrative way they went about it if that makes sense Mm. like how exactly it was very much just the same version of christmas carol yeah so it so i was just a little i wasn't like super bored yeah but i wasn't like super entertained either i know that i know i I don't like talking negative about your picks. No, no, no. I think I gave it about a 6 out of 10, which isn't terrible. It's still a positive no. score. Yeah. But again, it's the animation that really, really gets me. And, you know, I'm really glad that I watched it this year. And it may be the one I watch, uh, you know, Until Eternity because yeah. it's, it's right there on Disney Plus And it's, you know, it's maybe the most accessible to children. It's really scary. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. It's it's really scary it at points. It scared me it was, when I first watched it in theaters. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, like, genuinely, it's pretty creepy. I think most people would think about, like, when the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Mm-hmm. But the ghost of Christmas present, when he's screaming at him to mm-hmm. look at, what was it, ignorance and poverty or whatever the two children are. Right. Um. Oh, my goodness. That's so scary. But I think that's what I like about it is mm-hmm. that it's accurate to the book. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a little more... Mature, I guess. I don't want to say mature. Right. Yeah, so I was I was bringing up the point that it's maybe more accessible to children. That's mainly because it's the animation route. Yeah. And it's on Disney. And it's a Disney movie, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Uh, but no, it's it's pretty dark and very creepy images at points. It is. So, let's... Go ahead. Tell me... Convince me that it's a good movie. Um, well, okay. I don't need to convince you about animation. Right. Of course which not. is amazing. Um. The, the, the Ghost of Christmas Past... Just so like angelic and like not creepy but like awe inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, just the way, like, um, the ghost of Christmas uh present and the way they actually fly through town, right? And, like, looks through the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I really love the scene when he's small too. Yes, that's, that's yeah, a great being scene. chased by the ghost mm-hmm. of Christmas yet to come, right? Um, oh, and I think the, the animation of the ghost like uh, Jacob Marley and all the other ghosts that are doomed to walk the earth. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's so cool looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. The animation is really great, and it's what saves this movie for me. I know a lot of people hold it uh, really high, but the animation is what's going to bring me back for sure. Oh, for, oh, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Yeah, I think that is it. I've kind of realized that as I get older, I really like um weird aspects aspects of Christmas like I really like learning about like the history of Christmas or right. the history of Santa Claus mm-hmm. I really like you know sure, I, there's I, some really great movies and specials about that I, I love like learning about like the Yule Cat of Iceland mm-hmm. I don't know I think I just enjoy this more like where I go to Charlie Brown to be like a kid again mm-hmm. I think I go to the Christmas Carol for a more grounded narrative I don't know if my thoughts are fully coming together there, but well, it makes, that makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely more mature for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's, oh, it's just so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I had a thought about that. Uh, I back to the animation. Uh, I know that's no, one, no, what I've talked about the that, most. The animation it's is very too also distinct from other movies. It is like the trolls movies. Uh, slight left turn. Okay. The trolls movies have great animation. But it's very generic to all other animated movies, you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. I think it's, it's like the DreamWorks problem. All DreamWorks movies look great, but the same, yes. if that makes sense. they this all is, do. This is very unique. Right. Um, and again, I'm doing this, uh, this challenge where I go through this director's movies, and so I'm excited to get to his animated ones again, because this is Robert Zemeckis, uh, who directs this, and he also did Polar Express. And they're very similar animation styles. Do you do you like the way that he kind of does a little bit of motion capture in his animated movies? He definitely did it better. Well, I don't even know if I can say he did it better. Um, age really helped out Christmas Carol. Whereas, mm-hmm. I feel like no one really likes Polar Express anymore. Polar Express dipped a little bit. Oh, it did. I don't dipped. know why. Um, I, I personally really love Polar Express, and it's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's the animation that I think is making people uncertain. Throwing people off. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's it's made to look super realistic, but you could tell it's a cartoon. It's mm-hmm. it's odd. It's just aged poorly. Yes, but aged I, like fine milk. I love the movie though. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's it's an entertaining story with something's constantly happening. You know. Oh yeah, Tom Hanks is amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as. Uh, the homeless person. The homeless person. Yeah. That's my favorite of the Tom Hanks performances in that movie. Because he I, plays essentially every adult. Yeah, he plays, yeah, because he, he plays Santa Claus. He plays the conductor. Mm-hmm. Um, the homeless guy and the kid's dad. The homeless kid, yeah. The, the homeless kid. The, the homeless, homeless guy and the kid's and dad. the kid's dad, yeah. Um. Yeah. Does he play the two, like, people that shovel coal? I don't think so. No? Okay. No, I think that's someone else. That's one scene I love so much. Mm-hmm. Caribou! <laughs> I love that scene. Gosh. And okay. they have to pull on his beard. Yes. Oh, that's... God. So, we... yeah, Polar Express is a great movie. We got slightly off track. We did. I mean, not super, because it's the same the same guy that made both. But, yeah. Um, I do like, to answer your question, I like the style he's going for, like, realistic mm. animation. Right. Um, Time has just treated A Christmas Carol better, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he came out super ambitious with polar express and kind of learned more if that makes sense yes that's why uh, christmas carol looks better yeah so yeah that's my personal thought on it so yeah i just christmas carol just is really it's really dark but it's in the spirit of Mm -hmm. being generous and a kind soul to everyone to your neighbors your brothers Mm -hmm. your sisters you know it's always great at the end of any of these versions when he's finally you know and uh, he's realized the error of his ways right yes it's always heartwarming every single time oh it's amazing every mm-hmm. single no matter what version even in scrooge i think scrooge mcduck like did it the best mm-hmm. um i don't know i do love like jim carrey i don't know mm-hmm. Oh man, christmas carol any version is amazing but i think jim carrey's is my favorite mm-hmm. yeah again i grew up with the patrick stewart version which and, I need to look that up because I have no idea what you're talking about. It's, it's Patrick Stewart as Scrooge. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's which sounds amazing. Anyway, it's the one I grew up with. So it's the one that reminds me of when someone says Christmas Carol, oh. I'm going to think of uh, Patrick Stewart doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I have to say about that one. Right. <laughs> I just have one question. Yes. Have you seen The Man Who Invented Christmas, the movie? No, I've never even heard of it. It's a movie about Charles Dickens. Oh, ooh, cool. Yeah. It's called The Man Who Invented Christmas. It's really great. Uh, I'm gonna look into that. That sounds good. I'm pretty sure Christopher Plummer plays Scrooge Unit. So. Oh, okay. So there's that. i will look into that. That it's, sounds interesting. It's only from like a couple years ago, like 2016 or 17. Really? Really. I'd never heard of that one. I'll look it up. Alright. I'll have to watch it sometime. Uh, are we on to me? I think we are on to you, yes. Okay, so... I, i'm gonna h- go ahead and say my number two okay uh which is Miracle on 34th street okay mm-hmm. um I've never seen any interpretation of that actually I had not seen it until two days ago this is your okay yes yes yeah um and it's now probably my favorite Christmas movie mm. okay okay I was just so engaged every single second of the movie which is hard for for me, you know, being a huge cinema fan that I am, I still struggle with some of the older movies from the 40s and 50s pacing wise because they're not paced the same way as right. movies that I'm used to. So that is the one we're talking about, right? The 40, yes, 50- I'm talking about the 1947 Miracle on 34th Street. Yes. Okay. Yes. It is so glorious. Okay. Everything about it is just so great. The acting is super charming. Uh, It's a constantly moving story Uh, with different reveals throughout. Um, it's a courtroom drama, and you know I'm a huge fan of those. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, do you know what the story is about? I don't. Uh, yeah, it's about this small Santa who's doing such a great job, and he thinks that he's the real Santa. He claims he's the real Santa, so they take him to court on it, and his attorney has to prove that he's the real Santa. <laughs> what? And there's this little girl that he's been hanging out with, you know, slightly creepy, but it was a 40s movie. I have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And she doesn't believe in Santa. And, until she meets him and you know it's just everything about it is so great huh. and the ending is honestly kind of ambiguous so um you know it's great for people who both do and don't believe in Santa. the movie is if that makes sense yeah anyway i love courtroom dramas uh, and the courtroom stuff was handled really well and the acting was super great um it was very very christmassy you know Because as good as It's a Wonderful Life is, only the second half of the movie is about Christmas. True. Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street is, you know, it's about Santa all the way through. And it's just really great, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy who plays uh, Chris Kringle in the movie, he, oh my gosh, he's so good. Right. Okay. he, He shows on the screen, this is what it's like to care about all these people. This is what it's like to be Santa. And I think that's what he did the best. Okay. You really sold me on that. Well, I didn't realize it was a courtroom drama. It is. That's 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 essentially what it is. Whoa. Yeah. That's so cool. There's this guy that's like, you know, this guy's crazy. He needs to be put in a mental hospital, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's these other guys that are like, no, he's just being a kind person. But then, you know, he goes ahead and when he's on trial, he's like, nope, I'm actually Santa. And, you know, so there's that. And, you know that's the kind of stuff I don't know it's not paced like an older movie at all it's paced, right. it's it's really well paced and and I love it well now I'm gonna have to check that out I, I needed to anyways mm-hmm. but it's close to a 10 out of 10 for me I think I gave it 95 out of 100 really oh yeah nice like there's nothing there's not much I could find wrong about it at all when, okay when it was done when I was reflecting I'm like that was an amazing movie in general so there's that. You've sold me. You, you really sold me. me on that. And I had never seen it until this year, until two days ago. Right. So that I may be really high on it because, you know. You just got done watching it. Right. But I also watched it with my younger brother. And he said that may be one of my, he he had the same thoughts yeah. as me. He's like, that may be one of my favorite Christmas movies, you know. And everyone, uh, I mean, I love It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I just think that this one is more entertaining to right. me. Because It's a Wonderful Life, it has some slower parts, you know. But this one, I there was not a single wool to me at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, not too many people don't watch it. If that makes sense, too many people don't watch it. Yeah. yeah, me included. I need, I, I need people to start watching this one every year. It was so great. I, I honestly could watch it again today. Right. And I don't, you know, with older movies, it usually takes me, you know, even if I really love them. You know, like, Casablanca is one of my favorite movies. Mm. I'm still only going to watch it, like, once a year. Yeah. But Miracle on 34th Street, I feel like I watch it right now. Right. So, Okay. It. Well, you, uh, there's unfortunately not much I could say about it. it, it I, I didn't I know. even know what it was really about until this very moment. Right. But you sold me on it. Well, that's good. That's so cool. Yeah. I've, I've noticed a th- the theme of, like, just not necessarily just being, like, good adventures, but, like, the, the theme of magic mm-hmm. and being a kid and believing in hope kind of coming up in our picks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I just think that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what Christmas is. Yeah. That is. Uh, let's go ahead and say your second... La- Wait, you already did your second... This, this one. would be my last let's one. Let's go ahead and say your last one, then. Um, my last one. I don't even know how to segue it. Frosty Returns. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering what your reaction would be to this. Oh my gosh. I was hoping you were going to bring this up. I love Frosty Return. because this is one of the most hated Christmas specials. I don't of all understand time. why, and I don't understand why. Like even before uh, we started talking about this and all this, I think we both yeah like had an understanding. Like we both watch this, and almost no one else watches this one. No one watches it. No one and knows that, about it. And yet it. we both enjoy it. it... I like it better more than the original, personally. I like it better than the original Frosty as well. It's way more. It's way more entertaining. Right. It's. I mean, the original Frosty is just kind of a little bit of a generic. He came to life and it's a song. He might melt. It's the song put into story. It is this one. There's a real villain that wants to wipe out Frosty. It's got. One of the catchiest songs ever that I sing every Christmas time. Every single... Yeah. I'll sing it even not Christmas time. Oh, me too. I love <laughs> it. Sometimes I'll catch myself. But seriously, it is such a catchy song. If you haven't seen Frosty Returns, it is so underrated. It is. It's 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 done, uh, like, in a Charlie Brown kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, you can feel the 90s oozing off of it. It's not very well animated. It's not well animated, but mm-hmm. I think that's kind of charming. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh... There's also, it's also not, it's also narratively not great at all. No, no. It's, it's about a a billionaire tycoon trying to take over eventually the world with his snow melting spray. (laughs) Exactly. And, but it's just so heartwarming as well. I know I say that a lot. So sweet. But like, you know, you're the most famous magician in the world, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You only, one friend is plenty. Like that kind of stuff. I don't have many friends. Hey, one is plenty. Exactly, That's, oh. Frosty. This the character of Frosty in this one. He's very different than in the original Frosty, and all the other Frosty movies. Uh, I think I've only seen four of them. Well, nothing against Frosty, but what is the character of Frosty? It, not much. It's not much. It's essentially a fish out of water story. But like, but like Frosty in Frosty Returns, he's kind of a, a, a showman. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's dancing a lot. He's dancing a lot. You know. He, I, can science explain rhythm? Like, like rhythm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that's actual line, but it's no, something that, like that. Can science explain? Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, John Goodman. John Goodman is he, amazing. He's the voice. Um, and then now famous Elizabeth Moss. She voices uh, the little girl. So um, the star of Invisible Man, right? Yeah, is uh, the little girl. So yes. I mean, it it moved uh, her to being famous i guess i mean she was really young obviously She was like 10 yeah um and i don't know his name but knuckles from flopjack is um the rich tycoon i don't even know who you're talking about but i believe you have you ever seen flopjack yes a long time ago i don't Um, remember any of the characters i'm trying to think of what else he's been in oh man but yeah it's it's a decent villain and frosty has motivation now i have to stay alive yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know I, that's the, pretty much the same uh, situation as the first one with the melting, uh, but this time, like, someone has a physical thing that they could point at Frosty and get rid of him forever. I, I am sorry. It was such a like a random stretch. I feel like to keep Frosty alive. Yeah. Like, I, or why he died in the first one? Mm-hmm. Why didn't he just wait outside while she hung out in the? I don't know. That's a great question. But no, yeah. Literally, literally, someone could point it at Frosty and kill him like they shot him with a gun in this one. Yes, Frosty has motivation. So, I mean, it's glorious. If you haven't seen Frosty Returns, which I know a lot of people haven't, it please do so watch good. it. It is so good. It's sweet, undeserving of the negativity. I, and you will be singing that song all day oh, once for you hear it. Sure. It's it's such a catchy song. It's so catchy. I could break out in song right now. Oh, like, yeah, I me that. too. But we don't want to torture you guys with our singing voices. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, Frosty Returns is probably my favorite, you know? Mm-hmm. It, I honestly might even forget to watch it. But uh, the thing is, like, I know in my heart that is my favorite. Yeah. That is the one that makes me feel like a kid. makes me happy. Mm-hmm. It makes me excited for winter, not even just Christmas, but both. Yeah, I mean... That's essentially what Frosty... Frosty doesn't technically need to be a Christmas movie. Because this one isn't, technically. It's Christmas, not. It's not one, setting Christmas. Exactly. No. Uh. Uh. Unlike the first one. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, it's still, obviously, it reminds me of Christmas. I love watching it. Of uh, course. And I do watch it every year, so... I, I mean, I do too, yeah. There's four Frosty movies that I'll watch every year. What even is that? There's the first Frosty, there's Frosty's Winter Wonderland, where he gets a wife. Mm-hmm there's frosty Frosty returns returns. and then Mm -hmm. there's the legend of frosty isn't that the one where like it was on cartoon network special it's the one where patch the voice of patrick from spongebob voices uh frosty wow that's very fitting actually Mm -hmm. um yeah and isn't it like some dude is trying to cancel christmas or something or yeah pretty much yeah it's it's very forgettable but you know most of the Frosty stories are at least entertaining. They're things. at least entertaining, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Frosty Returns is by far my favorite, I feel like. Frosty Returns is, most compelling? is my favorite. So, <laughs> I don't know. Frosty Returns is my favorite. I. Mine too. It's very, uh, it's a very unpopular opinion. But, like, we both, it wasn't like one of us convinced no, each other think... that it was great. We both just kind of always thought it was good i think one of us brought it up thinking the other person wouldn't know about it and, and we, we were both just like no way yeah it, it was it was me i brought it up and i started singing that song and you're like wait hold <laughs> up hold up hold you've up you seen that no one knows about this <laughs> no frosty returns it's it's glorious please watch it it's so great if i reckon if you haven't seen any of these please watch frosty returns mm-hmm. exactly. and the other ones all of them <laughs> <laughs> just watch all of them um, so I think it's your turn. Yep. So now we're just down to my number one, which is the year without a Santa Claus. Oh man. Which is the one of the stop motion animation ones uh, from Bass and Rankin, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're called. Yes. They're the ones who do all all of those. Um, But those specifically are the things that make me super excited. Yeah. Uh, for Christmas, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Year without a Santa Claus, Rudolph, all yeah. those. But year without a Santa Claus is easily my favorite. Hmm. Um, I love the Miser's Heat Miser and yeah. and Snow Miser. Uh, that song is super catchy. Um, just the story in general, like if you make it snow, you know, all that kind of stuff yeah. is super is super cool to me. Uh, but yeah, I I love it so much. Uh, it's got really great music. Uh, Santa is pretty funny in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Like, I know this is a bit of a stretch for most people, but. Uh, on my 1970s letterbox list, I have it ranked above The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I love The oh. Year of God Santa Claus so much. Everything about it is just glorious to me. I don't... So, do you have anything to say about it? I'm not gonna lie. That's probably the one I watched the least mm-hmm. of all those uh, Claymation... Yeah. Christmas novel. Uh, Christmas novels. Christmas novels. Christmas <laughs> novels. That's my favorite Christmas novel. Um... But I all of them are just so charming. Mm-hmm. Um, before I forget, I was gonna tell you, there's a snowman in my house right now that sings that song. Oh really? I'm I'm Mr. Snowmeister. Oh that's so awesome. Yes. Um but yeah, I I, I don't remember too much about it if I'm being honest. I remember it's one of the more unique and mm-hmm. original of of them. Yeah, I really like the story. Yeah. A lot. Uh, it's essentially Santa's sick, uh there's no Christmas spirit. We got to go to this town, but it doesn't snow. We got to make it snow. Right. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. And it's so great. I love it. Another recurring theme of ours. Where's the mm-hmm. Christmas spirit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Real. So I think, uh, I know we didn't talk much about that one. Uh, I think that's okay. I think uh, if you haven't seen those Rankin and Bass ones, uh, you really should. Yes. And if you have seen them, you know exactly what we're talking about. The exact type of story you're going to get. Yeah. Um, real quickly, we both didn't include Elf and that needs to be brought up real quick. Okay. So okay. We 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 need to talk about that, but we also need to talk about the fact that I think I just changed my list. Okay. Because while you were talking, I was thinking about this. I forgot about how the Grinch stole Christmas. I they're in my uh the two good versions are in my honorable mentions. I (laughs) we'll get to that. Shut fired. Um I love Jim Carrey, How to Grinch Soul Christmas, though. That is one of the funniest movies I ever. I love made. That movie makes me laugh so hard every time. So maybe we'll have time to talk about it, maybe not. But first, at this moment, I'd like to say, I'm sorry, Tom and Jerry, I think I have to like knock that back. <laughs> okay. No more Tom and Jerry, we got to have Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh my god, yeah, I love that movie. And see, I my favorite is the 1960s Boris Karloff version of the Grinch. See, and that's good too, though. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Uh you know, yeah, I I put both Grinches yes uh, in my honorable mention, but uh, I think a lot of people are gonna be upset that we didn't include Elf. I thought about it, yeah. but I think while I love Elf, Elf is a good movie. I don't think it, it it holds Christmas value to me. Okay, I don't think I don't really have a solid reason why it wasn't on there. Me neither. I it, think it's great. But it, oh. I just, uh, and I of course I watch it every Christmas season. I know it's one of your favorite Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. It, it makes me laugh super hard. It's got a great story. It's got everything that I love in a I Christmas it. movie. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's very much my number six. Yeah. I very much considered putting it on my list. But I I don't know. I Watching Miracle on 34th Street and how good of a movie it was, I just had to put that in. And of course, I can't exclude Charlie Brown. I had to have one Rankin and Bass movie. Which, of course, is my favorite one year without a Santa Claus. Yeah. So I don't know where I could have put it on this list. It sounds like maybe it was more of a thing. Is there too many options? Mm hmm. That's, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, but personally, I love Elf. So Elf is amazing. Mm-hmm. Elf is just good. Elf is really great. You know? And yeah. I, I think I want to take back my statement about it. Like, I mean, yeah, it's not like a mainstay of my household, but. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, it is very much Christmas. Mm hmm. Yeah. Elf is amazing. I'm pretty sure me and my family watch it every Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Uh, which is maybe why I didn't include it on this list, because I don't technically watch it in December. I watch it as my kickoff into Christmas season, if that makes sense. It is a good kickoff into the mm-hmm. Christmas season. Like Once Thanksgiving's over, watch Elf. Now it's Christmas season. That's right. essentially what it is. I also like. I, I also love that movie for the fact that I think it's probably one of Will Ferrell's most iconic. Mm-hmm. That guy never does a family movie. Right. So like, props to him mm-hmm. for... Well, this was pretty much before he was famous, was it? Yes, that's what was kind of one the of the of one, one of his only big movies that he released before this one was Old School, and mm. that's it. Right, that's pretty much it. Oh okay. well, it was those two movies, those Elf and Old School, that boosted him into being famous. Right. So yeah. So I'm, you know, and while we're on this, I think we both probably could have a lot to say about some of our honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe it's time we move on to that, or do yes. you have more you'd like? to Oh, say for sure. Like, yeah. Uh, I, that was kind of, you know, I was bringing up my honorable mentions when I said Elf. Yeah. So my first one is Elf, and then I put Rudolph, Frosty, Christmas Vacation. I don't... We, Ooh. Yeah, Christmas Vacation. Christmas is, Vacation's good, yeah. It's super, it's super great, super funny. Um. It's a Wonderful Life, both Grinches, Uh. Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Polar Express, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, at least one version of Christmas Carol, and the Santa Claus trilogy is what I put. So, um... I don't remember the last time I've seen Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, but every year we watch Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're both good. I, I'll i take your word for it on the first one. I believe it is. I'm yeah. sure it is. The first one has three very different stories that are all really good. Yeah. Because uh, there's, like, the Groundhog Day version with the ducks, where Christmas happens over and over and over. With, with uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Or, the, yeah. the three, uh, Donald's three. Nephews. Yeah. Yes. And then there's... Uh, the second one is about Goofy and his son and about him believing in Santa Claus. And the third one is about Mickey and Minnie. It's like the story of, you know, he bought a gold, uh, he bought a chain for her watch and she bought a case for his harmonica, but they sold those to get the money. You know, that kind of thing. You know, super... But yes, and Aww, all, th- all three are super good. Uh, so I love Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Right. Uh, I don't remember much about Twice Upon a Christmas because we don't watch it every year. It sounds like... Once Upon a Christmas is a little more sentimental. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know there's an ice skating story, right? In Twice Upon a Christmas. There's an ice skating story. Um, There's the nephews go to the North Pole to put their name on the nice list. Oh, um, I forgot about that. There's Max bringing home um, his girlfriend Mm -hmm. from college winter break to meet Goofy. And hijinks. The typical Goofy Max stuff. Max is embarrassed. And the last one is... Mickey put up a bunch of decorations, and Pluto messed them up and Mickey yelled at Pluto, so Pluto ran away and accidentally ended up at the North Pole and became a reindeer. Not like a literal <laughs> Not like literally became a reindeer but was adopted. That. Oh my gosh, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. How they, uh, we need to watch that one more often. They, the, um, um, the Rudolphs named him Murray. Oh Murray Christmas. <laughs> so yeah uh, we watch that every year mm-hmm. in conclusion right and you know i love the grinch movies i I know we already brought that up yeah uh, they're both great uh the new ones all right i don't think i'm gonna watch it every year but maybe like once every couple of years i'll watch it i'm not gonna lie i was kind of like i was kind of I was kind of salty to hear that it was coming out mm-hmm. because i'm just such but but jim carrey but the classic cartoon mm-hmm. but i'm sure it's good yeah. it's It's not terrible at all, of course, but, yeah. I, uh, one that I always watch, I didn't know if I could put it, I, I really wanted to put How Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer on there. I think that counts. That's a TV special. Well, I just didn't know if I could morally put it Uh, on my top five. Because a lot of people dislike that one. That's one of the lowest rated ones on Letterboxd. It's not great, No, it's, it gets really weird. It does. I think my favorite moment is when Grandpa is singing about how Grandma is, like, hanging out with celebrities in heaven. And let, let me do air quotes for hanging out. Yeah. There's that kind of stuff. It's weird. It's such a weird Santa's taken the court for murder. Yes. I haven't seen I, that one <laughs> this year. <laughs> i haven't seen that one this year well you gotta watch it watch the courtroom it. drama <laughs> but i did watch it last year yeah yeah uh yeah um and i don't know and a lot of like cartoon christmas episodes hold a place in my heart i know we're not talking like mm-hmm. but since they're my honorable mentions yeah like, like the spongebob one mm-hmm. is iconic to me i like, watch by up. the way i watched the two of the spongebob ones every single year See, I've, I only watched the one, because that's the only which, one I've... Which one? The Very original. The, well, the one where it's his first Christmas? Yes. Okay, because there's this other one that's kind of stop motion. It's like 3D animation. It's yes. a different anim... I watch both of those. Okay, yeah. Uh, every single year. Mm-hmm. So I didn't include them because they're an episode of a show. They're not a TV... They're not a movie or a special, yeah. Right. But I really love a lot of That 70s Show episodes that are ah, Christmas-themed. Those yeah. are some good Christmas-themed episodes. Oh, yeah. But yeah... Uh, if we counted those, I they probably still wouldn't even be on my list. No, me neither, but... But, but uh, like, this year, uh, I went on to Netflix, and I went through The Office, and I literally just searched for every single Christmas episode and watched them. How many are there? I think there's seven. Oh, wow, that's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I I didn't watch any other episodes. I just scrolled through for the Christmas episodes. I also... I Doctor Who? Oh, yeah. Um, every heard... start of the season is a Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and some are good, some are bad, but... You know, somewhere in the middle. Right. But I think, man, those are just fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's a good nerdy way to get into the spirit. Mm-hmm. I literally just thought about that. I have no proper thoughts about it. Just yeah, Doctor Who is cool. Please yeah. Watch. Um. So, do you regul How do you regularly watch the Rinkin and Bass ones? Like Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes, we watched specifically. Um, why am I forgetting every single one of those? Rudolph we watch Rudolph we watch uh uh, uh yeah, Santa Claus coming to town mm-hmm. you know um that's pretty good um I think those are our major ones mm-hmm. um I'm trying to think we don't really watch uh uh Little Drummer Boy we don't really watch um The Year Without a Santa Claus Darn. uh I think yeah I think well, do you watch like Jack Frost or you know Nestor the Donkey any of those uh, we don't really watch Jack Frost. Do you know which one? Th- I'm talking about the Rankin and Bass one, the one where he becomes human because he's in love with the girl. Yes, yeah, we don't okay. really watch that one. And Nester along your Donkey, I can never watch again for the rest of my life. Because it's so sad. Because it's heartbreaking. It's the saddest <laughs> movie of all time. <laughs> unreasonably sad and tragic. Yeah. Uh, oh. We did watch it this year, the Nester, and yeah, it's super sad. It's unreasonably sad. And then I'm pretty sure they did a Leprechaun one, uh, which is mediocre. Leprechaun Christmas Gold. Yep. It's not bad. I I, don't know what happened. You're making a face like it's bad. It's not bad. No, you just awoke a part of my memory that I never knew was there. And then there's a Pinocchio one, which we watched this year. Oh. Which is Pinocchio Christmas. That's exactly what it's called. Okay. It's it's pretty good. Right. Mm -hmm. I think Rudolph is probably my favorite of those. It's definitely the most famous. Mainly for the prospector. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't you know, Abominables bounce. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But yes, uh, I'm... When I was little, I was terrified of the abominable snowman. Oh, that thing's horrific. But yes, it's uh, terrifying. Um, your thoughts on It's a Wonderful Life, real quick? It's a Wonderful Life? Um, I mm, I don't know. I don't have too many heavy thoughts on it. Yeah. I think it's definitely iconic mm-hmm. and a great part of like Christmas tradition. Right. If it's part of your household. Mm-hmm. But um, to me, it's never been the big standout. Yeah, I mean, mean, a lot of people consider it to be one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. Like, but it's not really one that my family, we probably watch it every, like, three years, I'd say. That movie is actually, like, very lucky that it even became popular. Mm -hmm. It, like, like bombed, Mm -hmm. and because it bombed, it became cheap to air on TV. So every year they just air it, and it became more and more popular because of that. Mm -hmm. So that movie is very lucky that it's popular. And it's it's really good movie. There's a lot of super iconic scenes It is lines. a good movie. Like, a uh, uh, Lasso the Moon. Mm-hmm. And every time a bell rings... Bell rings, rings an and angel it gets its wings. And yeah, then when yeah. he's just running down the street yelling Merry Christmas at everyone. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's definitely iconic. Right. Plenty of parodies. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that iconic. I, it's good. It yeah. is good. I just don't... It, it doesn't hold too much Christmas weight to me, I don't think. Me neither, because the first half of the movie's not a Christmas movie. Not like a Christmas movie. Right. But the second half is, so... See, so I, I probably could sit here and just talk about Christmas all day. Mm-hmm. But we a, are over an hour. Our, so. I had a feeling. I feel yeah. like we've been over an hour for a while. Well, we're at an hour five. We're good. Whoa. So I feel like we hit like 55 and then that time slows down. Because last time we recorded, it was like, oh my gosh, it's 56. Mm-hmm. And then somehow it was only an hour and a minute long. Right. I don't know how that happened. Me neither. But yeah. Uh... But I... I Guess that concludes this. Is there any other final thoughts you have? That, I think that's it. That's uh you know, there's the movies and then there's the specials. And I think it's the Christmas specials that especially hit home for me. Me but, too. But there are the the couple movies, you know, Home Alone, Elf, Grinch, uh now Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street Christmas yeah. story, Christmas Vacation. You know, those are the ones that I'll watch, but it's the specials that really make me excited for Christmas. Me too, yeah. Mm -hmm. And even though we're, like, kind of trying to limit it, I do get, like, a lot of excitement from watching, like, TV episodes of Christmas. Like, specifically cartoons, because Mm -hmm. that's what I grew up watching, you know? Mm -hmm. Christmas time would roll around, and Nickelodeon commercials, and cartoon network commercials would be all Christmas themed. Mm -hmm. That gets me super excited, too. And the Power Rangers Christmas episode? (laughs) Yes. I think that technically counts as a movie. Does it? Are they long enough? Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. but well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power Rangers is great as well. Oh, Power Rangers is amazing. Um, Well, I think that about wraps it up then. That does wrap it up. Well, next time we are here, we're going to be keeping it in the theme of holidays. Mm-hmm. Are we going to do that one? We are. Next up, we're going to do uh, horror movies that have a holiday theme. Yes. And we're going to try to fi- find our favorite five. Because there's so much. Um, Autumn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could honestly probably just do Christmas because there's so many Christmas horror movies. But I kind of wanted to spread it out a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure we could get really creative. There's lots of holidays. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, we're going to exclude Halloween-themed horror movies. Yes. Because um, that would be too easy. I think all five of mine would be Halloween-themed. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we're that I think that is the plan and then right after that we're jumping back into the action hero franchise yeah we're starting uh doing our 90s action heroes okay. i've I've already started a little bit of research on that I think that one's gonna be harder for me it's,
1: I, it's gonna be easier
0: for me is 90s. it gonna be easier for yeah. you okay 90s action is my home oh is like, it now okay when I'm in the mood for a cheesy movie I'm like hmm, I'm gonna watch a cheesy 90s I'm action gonna watch movie. a 90s movie right yeah yeah movie. yeah that's me but yeah. Uh, i'm looking forward to those yeah me too it'll be super fun yeah well i guess that that concludes it then mm-hmm. um well thank you everyone who stopped by and listened right we, we appreciate love you. you we love you and, and you know <laughs> wait what's going on now what's <laughs> We're happening We're saying the exact same things at the same time okay ready uh, well stay safe these holidays i hope everyone goes into the new year um in a positive way and just happy holidays everyone This is Gunnar. This is Sam. And this has been Garage Media. And happy holidays, everyone.